You're tuned into the Mid-10 Listens Podcast, hosted by MiddleTennesseeMusic.com. Supporting and empowering the independent music community online since 2011. Head on over to our website to find more music, as well as to learn about our Indie Musicpreneurs Tribe, where we share our library of tips and guides on business, entrepreneurship, productivity, social media, digital marketing, email marketing, websites, and much more. You can also check out our book, Getting Your Music Heard Online, now on Amazon as a paperback and Kindle. It's Joshua Smotherman. You're tuned in to another Mid-10 Listens podcast, courtesy of MiddleTennesseeMusic.com, and we're here with Leslie Barth to talk about her new album, her influences, navigating the digital music world, and more. I'm just going to jump into it. I'm going to ask her questions. I'm going to let her do most of the talking. So let's get into it. Leslie, tell our readers where you're from and what style of music you create, but do that in your own words, and don't worry about popular genre classifications. I uh, am from outside of Philadelphia. I live in New York now. I've been here for about five years um, and grew up in a very musical household. My father's an opera singer and my mother was a dancer and actress and they sort of met doing music and so music was kind of all around and in terms of the style of music that I create, I think having grown up in a musical and somewhat you know theatrical household. Um, I'm very drawn to stories and I'm very drawn to lyrics. Um, growing up, we listened to a lot of vinyl um, from my mom and from kind of, you know, the late 60s and 70s. Um, I grew up on the Beatles and um, Soul and Motown and Stevie Wonder and, you know, Bruce Springsteen, Fleetwood Mac, um, Joni Mitchell, James Taylor, Carol King. I mean, really a lot of the sounds kind of late 60s, 70s, and into the early 80s. Um, and all the music that I've made, um, I put out a single in 2012, an EP a few years ago, and now this album gets, you know, comments about kind of a throwback feel. And that wasn't intentional. I think it was just sort of me taking some of my influences and um, I suppose you could say wearing them on my sleeve. But you know, it's just the way that I learned how to approach songwriting. Um, and I think that people write in the style that's most comfortable for them. And they think achieves their goals of telling the story. And so for where I'm at now and for what my inspirations were growing up, that's kind of where it's at. I, I think I'm really drawn to compelling stories, um, to something that's emotionally really affecting. I love like the emotional arc of songs. I'm, I just remember being a little kid and sitting down and listening to stuff, you know, in my, in my disc player, um, lying on my bed with my headphones and just being in awe of like a turn of phrase, you know, maybe from Paul Simon or, um, George Harrison or something. And just, you know, trying to work out in my brain why some words and phrasings, especially combined with, musical moments and melodies and arrangements are so powerful and impactful. So I think this is a really cool question, um, especially, you know, talking about kind of leaving aside all kind of marketing and popular genre classifications, because I don't think a lot of artists think about that when they're writing music. So what exactly led you down this path of music and what motivates you to stay the course? I 
you know, we had a we had a piano growing up, um, and I was drawn to it immediately. My dad taught me kind of the basics, and then I got a I got a teacher, and so studied piano classically throughout childhood. Um, and I think it was Carol King's Tapestry album that made me realize, you know, I could write songs because I heard those songs and I knew how to play piano and I could sing. And it was sort of the first time that I could recreate um, a song from an album that I liked just by myself. And so I did that and got into it. Um, my dad helped me record my first kind of multi-track tune probably when I was in middle school. Um, you know, we tracked the piano and then vocals, I think, and then added some harmonies. But um, I just, I love music. I love writing music. I like writing stories that um, affect people emotionally. I think music for a lot of people is really the way in which we access our emotions and understand our emotions. Um, you know, we're not a society, especially today, and I think that there's something around the impact of kind of social media and needing to present yourself a certain way all of the time and um, that kind of pushes deeper feelings aside. Um, I also think our attention spans have just completely gone to shit and, uh, you know, anything longer than 15 seconds, we simply don't have the time for. Um, and I think that's a really great way of avoiding difficult feelings. Um, and I think that music just has this incredible power, uh, especially, you know, with great lyrics to kind of hit you right in the feels. I mean, you know, people talk about songs just putting them right where they need to be. And I think that what's happening in that moment is that the songwriter is able to express, whether lyrically or through just music. I mean, jazz has an incredible ability to move people, classical music too. Um, the songwriter has an ability to express a feeling that you didn't know you had at the moment. Um, and... I guess I'm always just searching for that feeling and I'm searching for that connection with people that listen to my music. So it's every day is exciting making music. Every day is exciting thinking about songs, um, you know, living your life, at, you know, tens, if not hundreds of times a day, I find myself kind of in a moment where I think, oh, this would be great for a song. This would be great for a song. And I've got tons of notepads and I keep notes on my phone and I'm always singing into my phone walking around New York City um so yeah I think it's just searching for connection and searching for kind of truth um and emotional truth because at the end of the day I think as humans our our wants and desires and fears are all really really similar um and there's just a lot of noise out there that uh makes us think that they're not and makes us think that we should be fighting with one another um and yeah i just music's kind of everything for me how is your newest release different from your previous ones were you trying to accomplish anything specific with this so the new release um is my first full-length album it's called green hearts and it's 11 tracks um I crowdfunded the album, so that was a little bit different, getting people involved from even before going into the studio, having people have a vested interest um, in the music, and of course, you know, having a bunch of people that were going to get the music uh, right away. Um, 
you know, that had essentially pre-ordered it, it felt, I felt more of a duty and a responsibility to put something out um, that I really believed in and to put something out that was just done well, kind of across all aspects. Um, we had some amazing musicians involved. We, I think, production-wise, kind of kicked it up a notch, adding in more electric guitar and some synth pieces, and just you know, it's much more of a studio album. In that kind of we, we, we put it together a little bit in the studio. Um, I had the songs and the basic arrangements worked out beforehand, but we ended up playing around a lot more than on the previous EP, where we didn't track it live. I mean, we might have tracked some of the pieces live, but it was very much, this is kind of our four-piece band, and this is how we sound live. Um, and I think uh, this, we we just played around with it a little bit more, and it was really fun at the release show to kind of recreate a new sound with, um, with the same band. Um, in terms of what I kind of set out to accomplish, I just, I think like everybody who wants to move forward. I just wanted this to kind of, I wanted to level up from the last time, you know, I wanted to, I think just sheer number of songs that, that kind of already accomplished, but I didn't want, I didn't want filler. You know, I had done a four song EP and each song I really liked. I wanted this to be an album where each song I really liked and it's been really heartening getting people's responses because everybody has different favorite songs. And I think that that's, I mean, I hope that that's a mark of a pretty solid album. I don't think that I certainly there there were no throwaway tunes in my mind. Um, I worked really hard on on all of them. I certainly have favorites, but um, I just wanted to kind of have a really solid "This Is Who I Am" as a songwriter um, album. And I think it's sonically it's a little it's pretty varied. There's folk, folk elements. There's country elements. We have one tune with kind of a or bossa nova feel and there's a a sort of disco inspired tune but i think it all kind of consistently sounds like my music um and that's that's what i was going for so do you face any challenges as an independent musician in this digital age on the flip side how has technology helped you assuming it has um so you cannot underestimate the power of digital marketing, the power of social media, um, and the power of the internet um, as an independent artist. I think it's easy to get overwhelmed. I definitely tried to learn a ton, and you know, a lot of it just kind of flowed over me. It was too much information to kind of take in. Um, but over the over the past, you know, I would say I don't know, fifteen, sixteen months, a little over a year, I've learned more and more. Um, about those areas. And I think that there's a really unique opportunity that kind of creatives have today um, to just get their, get, you know, the power lies more in, in our hands as artists than I think it ever did before because the means of distribution via the internet are totally in our control. Um, And I think there's a lot of negatives you can focus on with changes to the music industry because of the internet, namely in, you know, not being able to sell music. But I think you have to focus on what it is you're able to do today. And I think that is reach a really broad group of people at a very, very low, if zero cost. Um, And I think, you know, it challenges you to create stuff that's really engaging. It challenges you to cut, you know, to get past the noise, because obviously now that the kind of means of production have 
lowered in terms of cost and technical skill. I mean, you can produce an album that sounds half decent, not knowing a ton in your bedroom. Um, you know, especially if it's kind of more electronic music, because um, obviously people that record acoustic instruments are, um, are amazing and just kind of wizards of sound. Um, but I think you have to focus on what it is you're able to do. And so I think it's definitely helped me. I think I've been able to, you know, reach fans that I would not have otherwise been able to reach unless I had done, you know, a 50 state tour, for example. Um, and so it can, it, can it get annoying social media and can it get annoying having to care about marketing so much? Um, when I think a lot of people get into it cause they want to write music. Yeah. But, but I like to focus on kind of the control that I'm able to have now. And, you know, um, so I'm, I think it's been a real boon for creativity. I think, you know, there's a lot of niche stuff out there that never would have gotten out there. It would have been hard to find if you're into something a little bit off the beaten track. So I'm a, I'm a fan. Where can we find you online, follow you around and listen to more of your music and keep up with the latest news, of course. So um, the only thing to remember is that Leslie Barth spelled with a Y. So L-E-S-L-E-Y. And then you can kind of find me everywhere. It's LeslieBarth.com, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything's kind of Leslie Barth. So um, pretty easy to find. Um, Definitely follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Check out the website. Um, And uh, yeah, let's stay connected. Let me know what you think about the music. I love hearing from fans. Um, And I've definitely been known to send out um, little notes or little like temporary tattoos, stickers, along with any music that you guys buy from me. So if you like the music, you know, support, support independent musicians. And um, yeah, let me know what you think. Anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Thanks for having me, Joshua. This has been, um, this has been a really nice chat. Um, I think these questions were really, were really great. A lot of food for thought. And um, yeah. Go Middle Tennessee Music. Mid-10 Listens is sponsored by Unlimited Sounds Publishing and Distribution, LLC, an independent company based in Sacramento, California, specializing in publishing administration and digital distribution services for independent musicians. Find out more at www.ulsounds.com.